free to hug my family. I'm free to start over. This is the greatest day of my life. My heart is just bursting with gratitude. I want to thank President Donald John Trump. Thank you. I'm Donald Trump, and I approve this message. Good morning, you guys. Good morning. Isn't that beautiful? That was at the Super Bowl. If, uh, if you didn't know about that, that's just such a beautiful story. That's the one that Kanye West's wife, uh, Kim Kardashian, went and, and told President Trump about her situation. And, wow, it's it was so beautiful, and it has to be so powerful. I actually shared that. I'm going to give you a few things today that I think are good things to, to share on your own, like, Facebook or whatever social media that you use to get out to the people in your world. You know, our Twitter, we get out to, to people we may not even know, but you know, how can we get out things to the people in, uh, in your world? So I'm glad to see you. Uh, we're still working on the transition into our new beautiful home and I'm having so much fun decorating it. So more of that to come. Um, but if you're new to our channel, I'm so glad you're here. We look at the Q posts and the current events in the light of God's word. And it is biblical. It is biblical. I'm so glad. Look at this. In God we trust. This was from, obviously, at the State of the Union the other night. I'm sure that you guys uh, watched it. What a, what a huge thing. In God we trust. <laughs> I'm telling you. Yeah, this is, this, is, uh, this is no doubt the Lord's doing. And it is marvelous in our eyes. In God we trust. No doubt. No doubt God is working on our behalf and uh, speaking to us through our wonderful president, no doubt anointed and appointed for this, for this amazing day. We live to see it, you guys. We live to see the great day of the Lord. This is the Battle of Armageddon. And it, I'm gonna show you a video where the president's talking about that we're in a battle. We're in a battle and we're not through it. And um, I know he said yesterday, buckle up. I think that, um, if I, you know, had to bet, I would think that we're going to see, a, you know, more progressing more quickly, more rapidly. We're seeing that. But as far as arrests, I really don't think until after the election. But anyway, I'm just so thankful. You know, he, we knew he was going to be acquitted. I'm glad that they, they have no more bullets. <laughs> they have nothing. Um, and I say that, but, you know, the, the New World Order does still have a lot of uh, power to do because they still control the media, they still control, um, you know, mainstream media, as well as they, they still have some, some other types of bullets in their arsenal. Not, not impeachment though. <laughs> that one's, they, they fired that one. That one's over. Finally, finally, who knows what else they're going to, they're going to say, but I think it's just not, it's falling on deaf ears because when you see their, their look on their faces at the state of the union. And so there, I'm going to show you a video here in a second about uh, one of the ladies what they said, but anyway, let me just jump in. Let's get after it. And so let me tell you what I'm going to tell you. Let me just go ahead and tell you. <laughs> All right. So yeah, it's going to be biblical. I will play that video. You guys have seen it, but that's what our channel is about is we're, we're looking at this and seeing what is, what is happening according to God's word. It's not like what they told us. They, they indoctrinated the pastors in the seminaries to, to lead us to believe something totally different. And what's happening is that we are, the earth is becoming the kingdom. The kingdoms of the world are becoming the kingdoms of our God and of his Christ. And he will reign forever and ever. Hallelujah chorus. So it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful, and we've lived to see it. So beautiful. So beautiful. Um, uh, let's see what, oh, <laughs> Mitch. So this is somebody, this is, I love our Anons. Our Anons are so amazing. So someone put uh, Mitch's face on Nancy Pelosi ripping up those documents, but he's ripping up the, <laughs> The impeachment articles. Isn't that great? I love it. We have the best. And they did this like within minutes of, uh, of Nancy Pelosi. We've just got so many talented people. It's really amazing. What a day. All right. So, um, and so one of my buddies, Dana mentioned to me, she says, well, what, wasn't there a, a, a king who did something like that back in the day, tore up, you know, God's word, you know, the, the truth. And I said, Oh, what a great thinking. Good job, Dana. So I'm going to read that to you, what I posted about that. So Jeremiah was the great prophet who was discussing, um, uh, was, was trying to warn the people, you've got to turn back from doing the evil, same thing, this Baal worship evil. And so 
he warned him and warned him and warned him. And finally, Nebuchadnezzar came in and hauled them all away into Babylon and took the good with the bad. So, um, but the, the, um, the, the king who was in, who was there, you know, a couple kings before, his name was Jehoiakim. Turns out he was Josiah's son. So why do you care about all these kings? You know, because you've got good kings and you've got bad kings. Well, Josiah was a wonderful king. He was wonderful. He hated what his parents were doing. He hated his father's uh, acts. So he saw what they were doing and he didn't want anything to have to do with it at all. And so when he became the king at like age eight or 12 or something really, really young, he tore down all these places of Baal worship. He was like, no, 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 no. And so then he was, he was fighting against the king of Egypt, Necho, I think, whatever, how to say his name. And so he was actually killed in that battle and his son took play, went in the place, went in his place. And I'm going to tell you more, a little bit more about that at the end of the video. But bottom line, this son just basically wanted to, either out of fear or out of, uh, you know, because they, they, they put so many enticements. Either way, he didn't follow in, the, in his footsteps of his father, Josiah. And so he, um, it, Jeremiah wrote this warning to him in this scroll. And so listen to what happened. So Jehudi is reading it to him in the hearing of the king and the hearing of all the princes who stood beside the king. Now the king was sitting in the winter house in the ninth month with the fire burning on the hearth before him. And it happened when Jehudi had read three or four columns that the king cut it with the scribe's knife and cast it into the fire that was on the hearth until all the scroll was consumed in the fire that was on the hearth. Yet they were not afraid, nor did they tear their garments. Then it should have been like, don't tear. This is God's word. Even though it's from Jeremiah, this is God's own word. Similar to our president. He's telling about all the wonderful things that are happening. Oh, they're just on and on and on. He's going about the peace that's settling over the earth and the economy doing well and the health and the wealth and all this stuff that I tell. <laughs> the same thing. And they're like, no. Sitting there with a the little sullen you know, pouty face on, and then she just is ripping it up. It's just, they hate. I mean, they were just basically spitting in the faces of all these wonderful people, including, you know, this this woman, uh, you know, this wonderful Alice Johnson, as well as the, the gentleman who was out of prison, the, 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 the parents of that beautiful girl who was killed by that terrorist, Ugh! you know, just on and on. And they're just, they couldn't stand to clap for, any of it it was it was so stark and so you've got to see this video let me i've got to find the one this girl oh don't tell me i deleted it okay i'm gonna i'm gonna stop and i'm gonna find that video because you've got to hear what they're saying hold on real quick okay i found it so this is a diehard democrat check what she says california good evening to you what's your reaction to the speech I agree wholeheartedly with the other callers. I am a Democrat as well, but no longer will I vote Democrat. I think it's outrageous that they sat there when all these good things are happening to our country and how much we love our country, and they looked like they hated our country. And Nancy Pelosi, the whole time she's sitting up there with a disgusting look on her face, it's outrageous. I will never vote Democrat again, and I'm sick of it, and my whole family feels the same way my husband my friends are sitting here all former democrats we all voted for hillary last time and therefore never ever will we ever vote democrat again no california they really they really they don't even understand how this plays in peoria the people are like not having it it is such a wake-up call. I'm so excited, and I'm hoping that some of the people that I know who are still have, you know, their head in the sand are going to wake up. Oh, it's it, more and more every day. Look at that. Isn't that beautiful? So make sure that you like and share. Okay, you guys, I really appreciate it um, that um, that we are that you're doing that to help to get the truth out, specifically about that this is biblical. And so many of the channels do such a great job, and they tell so much great news and information. But I don't think that they understand biblical what this is. So I wanted to um, help you understand specifically today um, on this whole thing with with this tearing of the deal. This is exactly what 
you know, when she's tearing that up, it's exactly like what, the, what, what, uh, Jehoiakim was doing. Okay. And at the end of the video, I'm going to tell you what ended up happening with Jehoiakim. Okay. So we are living in a day really like no other that we've been waiting on this for 6,000 years. And everyone in the Christian church has been saying this, we were very, very close. We just didn't know what it was going to look like. And the, um, and the people, people that I talked to was almost everybody I talked to as a Christian, you know, even a man on the street, you know, people I'll talk to in the store or whatever, they will say, Oh yeah, we're, we're escaping. I'm like, no, we're not. So make sure to like and share and, and, and make sure your bell is rung and, and check back every three days because I really do try to do, um, uh, every three days I try to get a video out. So, um, this is from our wonderful Joe M. Oh, love Joe M. Love Joe M. Thank you so much for Joe M. And, and his wonderful videos. This one, um, he just posted this one. The best is yet to come. And I'm just going to play the whole thing. It's just too good. And I, <laughs> just get the tissue out. America is a land of heroes. A place where greatness is born, where destinies are forged, and where legends come to life. This is the home of Thomas Edison and Teddy Roosevelt, of many great generals, including Washington, Pershing, Patton, and MacArthur. This is the home of Abraham Lincoln, Frederick Douglass, Amelia Earhart, Harriet Tubman, the Wright brothers, Neil Armstrong, and so many more. This is the country where children learn names like Wyatt Earp, Davy Crockett, and Annie Oakley. This is the place where the Pilgrims landed at Plymouth, and where Texas Patriots made their last stand at the Alamo. The American nation was carved out of the vast frontier by the toughest, strongest, fiercest, and most determined men and women ever to walk on the face of the earth. Our ancestors braved the unknown, tamed the wilderness, settled the Wild West, lifted millions from poverty, disease, and hunger, vanquished tyranny and fascism, ushered the world to new heights of science and medicine, laid down the railroads, dug out the canals, raised up the skyscrapers. Our ancestors built the most exceptional republic ever to exist in all of human history, and we are making it greater than ever before. This is our glorious and magnificent inheritance. We are Americans. We are pioneers. We are the pathfinders. We settled the new world. We built the modern world. And we change history forever by embracing the eternal truth that everyone is made equal by the hand of Almighty God. America is the place where anything can happen. America is the place where anyone can rise. And here, on this land, on this soil, on this continent, the most incredible dreams come true. This nation is our canvas, and this country is our masterpiece. We look at tomorrow and see unlimited frontiers just waiting to be explored. Our brightest discoveries are not yet known. Our most thrilling stories are not yet told. Our grandest journeys are not yet made. The American age, the American epic, the American adventure has only just begun. Our spirit is still young. The sun is still rising. God's grace is still shining. And my fellow Americans, the best is yet to come. Oh, wow. <laughs> I've got to get some tissue. Oh, that is so beautiful. That is so beautiful. Oh, it's a, what a beautiful uh, thing to share. 
and I will try, I haven't been able to put the links in all the description boxes of the last couple of videos because I've been so busy, but I will do that. And you've got to share this. I think I put it on my Twitter. Make sure you're on my Freedom Forcer, okay? Freedom Forcer is my, is my channel, okay? Um, Freedom Force Battalion, Freedom Forcer. And so I, whenever I find something beautiful like that, I, I, I you know, definitely share it. And, uh, uh, you know, and I want you to think about as far as the, um, as far as the, the, uh, um, what do you call it? Discoveries. I want you to think of this, this word, infinite plane. Infinite plane. You know, look and at the light of what's going to happen for the next thousand years. There's the discoveries. I have this vision of what it's just going to be amazing. And when, um, yeah, I'm not going to go into what I really think it is, but uh, really amazing, beautiful future that uh, just like when my grandmother, you know, probably yours, you know, my grandmother grew up in the horse and buggy, maybe not yours, maybe a lot younger than I am, but my grandmother grew up in the horse and buggy days. And then she lived to see the the cars all over the world and the, and the airplanes, you know, I think it, we're, we're about to break into that same type of thing that is just beyond what most of us can imagine because they have, they have stifled our vision of what could be. So just the best is yet to come. I'm so exciting. All right. So our wonderful red pill 78 um, brought this out about, um, about they hid the, they, I think his name is Horowitz. I think it is who wouldn't change some of the documentation. The problem when you try to do that, when you, you know, erase it and, you know, and fudge with the, with the documents is that you don't catch them all. So yeah. So it's, we've proved, we've have proof that they have been fudging with the, with the documents. So check this out. Reported statements in the manuscript, which would be those published by New York Times, and those are the ones that nobody has even seen. Now, POTUS tweets denying and lightly, by Trump standards, Bolton and the book. Democrats jump all over it, and there's this theory that Pelosi held up the articles due to having knowledge of that transcript's. I'm sorry. <laughs> this is a different clip. I'm sorry. Okay, so we know that they were this whole hullabaloo. Oh, the Bolton book and all that. It's supposed to be approved because he worked with the with in the president's administration. It's supposed to be approved by the administration before you can send out a, you know, some kind of book like this. And they had not approved it, okay? So by all told, you know, by all estimation, the president and Bolton had this big riff and they're not friends anymore and he was a traitor, or whatever, okay? Same thing with, with our um, Jeff Sessions. And that turned out to not be the case because he, it was giving sessions cover. You know, it's a, it's a show. Don't forget it's a show. Okay. And don't forget about, um, Oh, who was the guy who was the, the um, in, the, in the administration? Uh, I'm sorry, not the administration in the, in the, um, I'm going to go get his name because I <laughs> don't want to just tell you who, guess who I'm thinking about. Here it is. Steve Bannon, the, uh, the one who worked with so strongly with the president to 2016 campaign and he was the white house chief strategist. Okay. For president Trump. Oh, uh, he's amazing. He worked for Breitbart. This man is a straightest arrow you ever saw. And then it made it look like, Oh, they're having a big rift and he's out of there. And, and he said he was going, he started to think in, in Europe called the movement. I just love the name of that, the movement. And now look at Europe. It's the European Union has crumbled because all the, all the countries in Europe are regaining their sovereignty. So it was all a lot of his doing. Once this is all over, he's going to be one of the great heroes of the day. So it's a, it's a, it's a beautiful thing. So sometimes the people who are supposedly the you know, enemies with the president are not okay so it's so much of it is a show and for us to piece together on something else is going on okay so on bannon this is what uh, red pill 78 is talking about this whole book it's a it's a it's a red herring oh everybody look at this book and and pelosi delays the the articles of impeachment going from the house because they're waiting on this book well the whole thing is totally a, a sham totally a controlled you know we're playing their own game because they have these little, little uh, 
things that they do in the secret and we think that, you know, it's legit. Well, we're, we're playing their game. We're, we've learned how to play their game. We're playing it better, <laughs> the president is at least. So, yeah, so check out what happened with this. Oh, this is so cool. The name John Bolton. You're going to flip when you hear this in case you haven't already heard it content. The dates do line up so the story is plausible. Now the thing that's interesting, I said yesterday we're watching a movie and it's very possible that Bolton is our guy and he's playing them with this fake manuscript or maybe he faked out President Trump and he took advantage of him. Well, Tennessee says George Washington used the Culper spy ring during the Revolutionary War. The ring was established and led by Benjamin Talmadge whose cover, spy name, was John Bolton. During the Revolutionary War, Washington had a covert spy group. This guy's name is Talmadge. His real name is Talmadge, but his spy name is John Bolton. His spy name is John Bolton. Come on, you guys. What are the odds of that? What is the coincidences? No. So that we're in this war, just like our president keeps, you know, how many times has he referenced George Washington recently, right? And so we're in this, this, the great revolution, not only the American revolution to set America free, but the whole world free from King George, King evil, George Soros, George, you know, this evil uh, beast of revelation, okay? Uh, that, that's with the teeth and the monstrous, whatever, destroying the world. So he's, I feel, you know, he feels that this that John Bolton is is playing a little spy game, just like the John Bolton did for George Washington. The spies found out about the Hessian encampment at Trenton, New Jersey, and George Washington crosses the Delaware on Christmas 1776, year was in Durham boats, and wins his first decisive battle of the war, the Battle of Trenton. Uh, the Durham boats, the Durham boats to get across. Remember there was the fog and they get across and then the, the Hessians were over there and they were drunk because it was Christmas Eve. And but John Bolton had been able to be the spy to let them know, look at that, to let them know this is where they are. They're drunk, cross the Delaware in the Durham boats, get over there so you could shut down the uh, the Hessian mercenaries. They've been paid, the, I think French, whatever, uh, been paid to to fight. Isn't this an amazing thing? There's <laughs> just, there's no way it's a coincidence. Uh, very, very interesting stuff. So, is John Bolton a spy for President Trump? Did he set these people up with this fake manuscript and set the democratic world on fire? Well, only time will tell, but I think I might be sold. I do think that Bolton might actually be working for President Trump at this point, because as Tennessee said yesterday, either you trust the president and you trust the plan, or you trust that Bolton was smart enough to outsmart the smartest man in america isn't that terrific i just love it what a what a great show what a show what a show we're watching isn't this so so great um all right so now this is the one <laughs> about the fbi switching up the documents sorry so, okay redo of the original report, it was claimed that the FBI didn't use confidential human sources to infiltrate Trump's campaign prior to the opening of the Crossfire Hurricane uh, investigation back in July campaign. It was claimed on the FBI's use of confidential human sources back in the 2016 Trump campaign that directly contradict each other. In Chapter 10 of the original report, it was claimed that the FBI didn't use confidential human sources to infiltrate Trump's campaign prior to the opening of the Crossfire Hurricane uh, investigation back in July of 2016. However, in the very next chapter, the report contradicts itself and states that the Crossfire Hurricane team tasked several confidential human sources and UCEs during the 2016 presidential campaign, which resulted in multiple interactions with Carter Page and Papadopoulos before and after they were affiliated with the Trump campaign. And Okay, so which is it? Did you use them or did you not use them? The reality is when you go back in and you change something, you better be sure. If you're lying, you better be sure to cover your, all your tracks should cover all your tracks because, you know, the next, very next chapter, it contradicts what they just said. So the, the truth is, is will finally, you know, is coming out that they, and they, they go in and they, 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 do, they doctor the documents. 
All right. All right. So now this is um, something you want to make sure that you have, if you've not heard about this, the Shadow Inc. They're the ones who had the app with this whole debacle of the, of the, the Iowa caucus. And they were trying to get the, the, the reports in. Well, they, the app worked fine, but they, I'm sure, but they shut it down because it was not giving them the results that they wanted. These people are such cheaters. It's it, they, but the problem is they're all cheaters. Buttigieg is a cheater. So if you look on here, he's, he's paid uh, a donor to this shadow thing, as well as Biden is a, is a donor. And George Soros is a donor, $2.6 million. What does that tell you about this app? The whole thing is they're buying the elections. But then the problem is they've all bought into it. The whole thing is so dirty. There's no honor among thieves. There's no honor among dishonorable creeps. So that's um, that whole thing. I think really blew up in their face because they <laughs> they could they couldn't get their their lies straight. It's just like 2016 all over again. And I think people are smelling a rat. They're like, you want to run the country, and you can't even run. Uh, you know this this you know this election. All right. Um, now, this was just on. This is, remember I told you about Victor Shokin. He was the one that Biden made sure was removed from office or they wouldn't get the money. That's called a quid quo. Quid pro quo. <laughs> quid pro quo. So he, this was just on One America News. So it's coming out in more of the mainstream. And then people are like, what? You can't do that. So, you know, there's still such a giant portion of people who are not who only are just low information voters just getting the littlest information. But for those who are looking for truth, there is getting truth out there uh, on, on various more mainstream outlets. Of course, CNN will never tell anything that would potentially, you know, they're trying to clamp down all ways of anything, any kind of truth coming out. So I'll, I'll make sure that you watch the, the are part of the Giuliani, Rudy W. Period Giuliani. Make sure you're part of his uh, channel and you've got notifications so you can hear what he has to say. He goes into great detail and ex explaining what is going on with the with all of this. Um, just so much corruption. It's mind boggling. He goes into China. He goes into all this. So it's really, really great. Definitely. You've got to watch that. All right. Um, and then th this morning, our wonderful president was at the national prayer breakfast. So I want you to hear what he had to say there. To protect faith communities, I have taken historic action to defend religious liberty, including the constitutional right to pray in public schools. We can also talk about the Johnson Amendment. We can talk about Mexico City policy. We've done a lot. It's so much. So, so, so much. So I want you to hear these precious children praying. This is so pretty. You've got to hear this. And I'm uh, just, it, it fills me with hope that our schools are going to be restored. It's just, it's got to happen. You guys, <laughs> it's so dirty. The schools are so dirty. It's just, it's so, uh, it's, it's mind boggling, but it, they're getting to that. that and all of your people that we have 350 million people in our country they're proud Americans 
and they respect what we're doing. Even those that you don't think so much uh, like us, respect us, want to be with us, they're respecting our fight. And we are in a fight. Religion in this country and religion all over the world, certain religions in particular, are under siege. We won't let that happen. We are going to protect our religions. We are going to protect Christianity. We are going to protect our great ministers and pastors and rabbis and all of the people that we so cherish and that we. I want you to check this out. Notice he said, we will, we will protect all of our religions. As I've said before, I really do believe that as it says, it, the promise in God's word is that the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the Lord as the waters fill the sea, that, they, that all of the nations will be sovereign, um, that nation will not rise against nation, that we are going to see that, that we will all come to the knowledge of the truth. And so each religion has been hijacked and has been deceived and tricked and used as Q has talked about this. They've used, they use religion to divide us. The one good thing about having a separate moniker name for your religion, whether it's Judaism or Christianity or whatever, is that you, you, there's good and bad, but the one good thing is that you have more, um, uh, it's, it's harder to be, for it to be globalist controlled. Okay. So it's, it's, uh, you've got a, just like you, if you have a, a local church, then that local church can take care of the local community. And so in the, in the, rather than this giant monstrosity can't really, you know, work with, you know, it's, it, you know, the monstrosity can, is, can be just this giant control mechanism, like the, the federal government. We don't want a federal religion. Okay. So this one, there's a good thing about that. And so, but they will all come to the knowledge of the truth and rec And as I've told you guys before, they're all waiting on a Messiah. They're all waiting on a Messiah. They're all the, you know, the Jewish people, the obviously Christians, the, 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 um, the, the Hindus, the Buddhists, the everyone's waiting on a Messiah. And, and it says, and remember the woman at the well, she says that when, when she was talking to the Lord Jesus, she said that we know that when the Savior comes, when the Messiah comes, he will guide us into all truth. So everyone's going to be guided into all truth and that everyone's, it's not going to be done like this, not like a light switch, but look, you know, just like the dawn is for, it's, it's getting brighter and brighter and brighter. And so they'll all come to the knowledge of the truth and all of this deception, as it says, will will drop. There, there will be no more deception for a thousand years. The beast and the false prophet will be cast into the abyss along with Satan for a thousand years. So that means there's no deception. We just can't even imagine that. But we we know how the scales have dropped from our eyes, how every day we, oh, we see more clearly and see more clearly. Instead of men like trees walking, we're seeing more. Now we can see more clearly. Our, our eyes are being washed. So he was saying that we're going to protect the the religions, protect the the leaders, to protect the pastors. So um, you know, that's I thought that was so cool. He wasn't just saying protecting Christianity and in Judaism. He was saying protecting all of them. And again, I, I strongly believe that once you have that hierarchy that has been used to control the the religions out of the way. Just like they'll be removed from the government, they'll be removed from the false prophets. Will be removed from the from the religious organizations. Then we'll they'll will everyone will come to the knowledge of the truth. It'll just be a matter of you know get not having this them stopping the way. Just like the mainstream media stops the way of the truth, the, you know the, the truth will just permeate. Now the other thing that he was saying is, hang on, let me see if I can find out <laughs> something else that I wanted to say. The other thing he was saying was we're in the fight. And what he means is he doesn't call it Armageddon because there's so many negative, scary connotations of, of that, but that's what we're in. And the people are respecting that we are in here fighting 
for truth, fighting to expose the evil, fighting to, to help people understand what's really truly going on. And, you know, I, again, I get in this conversation. It's really amazing to me how many conversations I get in, but I, I'm talking to this lady when I'm, I'm, I'm at the, at a store and we had just a great time. We were talking about pillows. And, and then uh, I said, just by the way, did, had you heard about QAnon? So we, we had a really great conversation and she actually had heard about different conspiracy theories and she, she and I, you know, there was a lot of common ground. I said, then definitely, you know, check out qmap.pub. And as you know, I hand out those little papers. I keep them with me all the time so I can just hand them out to people. So um, she, but she did not know about the 145,000 sealed indictments or the 11,000 CEOs. So that was, that's something, you know, on that little paper, I just give them that to say, see, this is, this is big. This is huge. This is what is going on. But then, then, cause then she's like, well, but I don't, I think they're they're going to kill president Trump. I said, but they've tried. Q says they've tried and they, they have not been able to. So, which I think this is, because I said, this is the Lord. This is the, this is the promise from God's word that this would happen. And so this is my logical thing that I do is of course, then I want to bring in the God's word to it. Okay. That this is not just a typical thing. This is biblical. This is the Lord setting humanity free. And so I said, I know the reason I know that for sure. And I've known that for since September, 2017 is because this was the sign of the son of man. So I showed that to her on my phone. You know, the, the, the woman clothed with the sun and with the moon under her feet. And I was telling her, this is the day. And immediately she was like, it was more than she could take. <laughs> She's like, that's too much. That's too, she said that. So I'm like, I'm so bad because I've always pushed the envelope, especially the people I don't think I'll ever see again. But, you know, at least uh, it was something for her to think about. You know, she didn't run screaming away <laughs> but she was it was it was a lot for her to take in especially because and she didn't say whether she liked president trump or didn't like president trump but to think that you know this is that he's the anointed of the lord was a lot for her to take in so anyway i, I threw the truth out there and i just you know it's for each of us be prepared that when you you, you speak something to someone you just never know what is going to be the thing that'll uh, knock them out but it's we've got it's we've got to that sometimes it's got to be a red pill sometimes it's got to be a red pill and especially when you think when people think that this is just the normal course of the world and that this is going to be another another election no this is different and people it's, we've got to understand it's biblical and, and Q keeps bringing this up. They've got to understand this is the Lord setting humanity free. And this is Armageddon. And this is where we're going to cast the beast and the false prophet into the abyss out of here, not only in America, all over the world. So like you said, buckle up, buckle up. They realized though their, their impeachment blew up. That did not work. It did not work to to harm his chances in the landslide for 2020. So who knows what they will what they will try. And we already know that they are still spraying us. So I'm not going to worry. I'm, I refuse to worry. I'm not going to borrow any trouble. I trust the plan. I trust our president. I trust our military. I trust that this is all going to go. I trust the Lord and his word. The reality, the Lord promised that this day would come, but I also want to be, you know, careful and I want to keep fighting, keep in there fighting everybody. Okay. So let's see what he says next. But I'll tell you what we are doing. We're restoring hope and spreading faith. We're helping citizens of every background take part in the great rebuilding of our nation. We're declaring that America will always shine as a land of liberty and light unto all nations of the world we want every nation to look up to us like they are right now we were not a respected nation just a few years ago we had lost our way our country is respected again by everybody 
Love it, love it, love it, and I love him. Now, he's going to bring up about Maduro and Guaido. Okay, this is so huge because if you're not familiar with this whole debacle in Venezuela, Maduro took over Venezuela. He obviously works for the, the you know, the cabal, and a, a Soros plan or whatever, and he um, has, he refuses to step down. As you know, at the, at the State of the Union, the president um, uh, recognized from the State of the Union that Guaido is the duly elected president of Venezuela. No matter what Maduro does or doesn't do and, and refuses to leave and military and all that. So this is this was a, a, a really huge moment. So he brought this up again this morning at the prayer breakfast. In Venezuela, the dictator Maduro has arrested church leaders. At the State of the Union, I was honored to host the true and legitimate president of Venezuela, Juan Guaido. Good man. I told him that all Americans stand with the Venezuelan people in their righteous struggle for freedom. Yesterday, our administration launched the International Religious Freedom Alliance, the first ever alliance devoted to promoting religious liberty. It was something. All right. The thing I want to bring up about this, Maduro. I don't know if you know Maduro in Spanish means hard. Maduro. But this is the thing that he's, he is, he is a, a, has arrested Christian pastors, religious leaders. So this is my thing. In our country, they, we still refuse to speak anything about any political thing at all in the, in the pulpit. And even though the Johnson Amendment gives us clear freedom to do so, or the reversal of the Johnson Amendment, rather. And so we have the clear freedom to do it. But our, our, our churches have become so mealy mouth that they can't, they don't want to talk about anything of any consequence. And whenever someone has said, well, we don't talk about that in church, I'm like, well, then but John the Baptist did. John the Baptist clearly, clearly called out Herod and Herodias. Yes, and he lost his head over it. But this is the point. If we are, if we are just set aside to this corner, into this closet where you go pray in there, and you don't have any effect on the society, and then it's curtains anyway. I call out the pastors to, to stand up, to rise up and to speak about political issues, and to, to not, just, not just, oh, you know, you know, vote for Democrat or vote for Republican, but to call out, expose wickedness, true wickedness, like in this whole Biden debacle where there, his son is being paid millions of dollars basically as a proxy for his father this is corruption at the highest levels this is the corruption like a, Her a herod and herodias that has to be called out that it's not about democrat or republican we should never even have to worry about saying democrat or republican in the in, in when we're speaking in wherever whatever forum that we're speaking it's about calling out evil and corruption and child trafficking and all of that and because that clearly they are doing that in Venezuela or they would not be put in prison. Maduro would have no problem with these pastors if they just wouldn't prayed in a, in a, in a, in a building and just, you know, co you know, collected money and all that. Unfortunately, our pastors are, are not doing the job because they refuse to speak the truth. Not all of them, but a vast majority, unfortunately. And this is, they don't deserve to be pastors. They just don't. Just like Nancy Pelosi did not deserve to get a, sh a handshake from the president. It, you know, they don't deserve to be, pa I'm sorry. They don't deserve to be pastors if they're not willing to speak the truth. Jeremiah was willing to speak the truth. So um, I'm going to show you what ended up happening after. Okay, so this is the story back in, in uh, 2 Kings, if you want to read about it, 2 Kings 23. So Josiah, the wonderful King Josiah, who shut down all the evil, you know, sacrifices and all that that was going on. His son, because as the Pharaoh Necho made Eliakim, the son of Josiah, king in place of his father Josiah, and changed his name to Jehoiakim. 
Jehoiakim is the one who, who cut the, the Jeremiah's words and threw them in the fire because Jeremiah again was speaking truth to power. He was speaking truth to the king and the king didn't want to hear it and they had a bounty on his head. So this old baloney about not speaking uh, uh, political things in, 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 you know, by the man of God or woman of God is bull. It's, it, there's no precedent for that in all of scripture. Okay. So, yeah, so that's, the, that's how he ended up being the, you know, the king and, and basically the, the, the puppet of Pharaoh Nietzsche. I hope I'm saying that right. But anyway, so what is it, what does he end up doing? So the, this is the passage right here in Jeremiah 36, where he burned all this, uh, burned the scroll. Um, and the king commanded Jeremiah, the king's son, Sariah, the son of Azrael, and Shelemiah, the son of Abdeel, to seize Baruch, the scribe. Baruch was the one who would actually write down the things that, that God would tell Jeremiah. Okay, so Baruch was always helping. And Baruch actually means blessed. Blessed. His, his name is blessed. Well, what, what a huge blessing it would be to be Jeremiah's uh, scribe. So he was the scribe for Jeremiah, the prophet, but the Lord hid them. I want you to be aware the Lord can hide you. When you speak truth, the Lord is very, very, very well able to hide you. Okay, so don't worry. Now, after the king had burned the scroll with the words which Baruch had written in at the instruction of Jeremiah, the word of the Lord came to Jeremiah saying, take yet another scroll and write on it all the former words that were in the first scroll, which Jehoiakim, the king of Judah, has burned. And you shall say to Jehoiakim, king of Judah, thus says the Lord, you have burned this scroll, saying we have why have you written in it that the king of Babylon will certainly come and destroy this land and cause a man to, and beast to cease from here? Say, because the Lord said, I'm going, because you won't stop this evil, I'm going to have Nebuchadnezzar come in and destroy the city. Because you won't, we won't stop, you're going to have to be punished. He says, why are you writing that? You're, you know, blah, blah, blah. Therefore, thus says the Lord concerning Jehoiakim, king of Judah, he shall have no one to sit on the throne of David and his dead body shall be cast out to the heat of the day and the frost of the night. This is what the Lord said. His body will be cast out to the heat of the day and the frost of the night. I will punish him his family and his servants for their iniquity. And I will bring them, bring on them, on the inhabitants of Jerusalem and on the men of Judah, all the doom that I had pronounced against them. But they did not heed. And so Jeremiah took the, another scroll, gave it to Baruch the scribe, the son of Neriah, who wrote on it at the instruction of Jeremiah, all the words of the book, which Jehoiakim, king of Judah, had burned in the fire. And besides, there were added to them many similar words. So in other words, he still got the truth out. He still, and this truth is still there for us thousands of years later. But this dude, Jehoiakim, he perished. And his, he did not, he was not able to continue his kingly line. The blessing was removed from him. The lampstand was removed from him. He, he was no longer able to be in this position. So there you go. There you go. Why is this relevant? Same thing. Nancy Pelosi, this, this word right here, you will not be able to be in the seat of power anymore. All of you guys, all of you guys, all of you Democrats, all of you who sat there sulking, all of you who, who perpetrated this, foisted this evil uh, of the Russia gate and the impeachment gate and all these other gates on the, on the American people, you're going to be cast out. We will be cast out. And I hear people on the mainstream, oh, well, she's not going to get to be, not only is she not going to be the speaker of the house, she will be in prison. She'll be in prison. This is why they're fighting so hard because they don't want to be in prison and they will be punished. And all of the ones who worked with them, just like it happened with, yeah, she's writing her own, her own uh, certificate of, of uh, exile, of, of punishment. She really is. That was a, that was very uh, prophetic what she did because it's just exactly what Jehoiakim did. How about that? How about that for biblical? This is what's biblical. This baloney where the, the church is, I'm going to get crazy a minute, where all they talk about is everybody have a happy family and everybody have a, ha a financially free, financial soundness and everybody's, you know, speak 
the word of the Lord to truth, to power, or go home. Don't, don't use his pulpit. Don't use his forum that he has given to you and not use, speak his word. That's, a, that's what you call a false prophet. That's what you call a false prophet. And this is the thing. When, when, a, when a person calls upon the Lord, he will give them the words. He says, open your mouth and I will fill it. He will put in our mouths the words that he wants us to say. I do not speak my own words. No, ma'am. No, sir. No, that's not what I'm here for. I don't need to have this channel because I don't want it to be a, 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 a curse to me. I want it to be where the Lord is saying, well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things that will make you ruler over much. I want him to say, good job. You, you were faithful to speak the words that I put in your mouth. And it's not about, uh, you know, you know, I don't monetize this channel. I'm just speaking his word because the, let me tell you something. My name is Baruch. I am blessed of the Lord because of the peace that, that settles over you when you do what the Lord has said. No matter if anybody likes you or not, no matter what happens to you, even with Jeremiah, even if I have to be hidden, I am very thankful and blessed that, I, that he speaks to me that he's, and, and uses me as a vessel. And the same thing for you. Continue to speak the truth, the truth to power. We can't fight over here in this little skirmish where the battle is not fighting. We've got to fight right in the middle of Armageddon and, and, and speak the truth. I'm so thankful. I'm so thankful we have our channel. Use some of these things that I put out there to get some of this truth out to your friends and family. And uh, maybe some pink pills, maybe some red pills. Just ask the Lord. Let's ask him. Lord, we ask you to guide us on what you want us to say. Lord, we are your vessel. We open our mouths and want you to fill our mouths. You tell us what you want us to do. Lord, we thank you for our president. We thank you for all these wonderful white hats. We thank you for our military. We thank you that all of their, uh, the council of the evil ones that just is crumbling. We thank you for this bright future that we have. Lord, we ask you to help us to continue to fight until this battle of Armageddon is done. And we just cannot wait for this glorious future that you have promised to us, this glorious future. We pray that everyone will be able to receive that truth, that wonderful truth that we have a beautiful, bright future, 1,000 years of peace. Thank you, Lord, that we're, we're entering into this day we've lived to see this day. We praise you, Lord. Help us to, to make you proud. Help us to do whatever you'd have us to do. We're, send us wherever you want us to go. Help us to be faithful so that you can say, well done, good and faithful servant. You've been faithful over a few things. I'll make you ruler over much. We pray that the pastors would no longer be able to speak baloney, but they would, you would fill their mouths and, and, or have them removed from these positions, one or the other. We need truth in your pulpit. We pray, oh Lord, oh Lord. We pray that every mouth will be stopped and every mouth, uh, every, uh, uh, all will become accountable to you. We pray all these things in your great, awesome, holy, matchless name, our Lord Jesus. Amen. I love you guys. I love you guys. I will talk to you as soon as I can. All right. Bye.